It is so good to have you back on the Unfair Advantage Show. How to unleash the power of Holy Spirit in your business. As you know, Jim Harris, here I am, guiding you through what you need to do, what you need to unlearn, and what you need to learn to fully unleash the power of Holy Spirit through you and into your business. I am humbled that you're staying with us as we go through chapter by chapter, precept by precept, some of the main things in the book. Holy Spirit said, write this. I taught you this. I want you to teach others. So that's what we're doing. In fact, if you have not gotten your copy yet of Our Unfair Advantage, I encourage you to go to drjimharris.com, come to my website, and from right there, you can click and buy the book. You can buy the ebook, the paper book, and we've just come out with the audio book. Come get the audio book. Listen to me literally reading the words as the Holy Spirit gave to me so that you can hear exactly what I've heard from him as to what he wants me to teach. So I encourage you, go to drjimharris.com. Lots of other stuff there, but one of the things you can do is order the book uh, for yourself. Also, I want to do this. I want to let you know that I would so appreciate if you were willing to follow me on my social media channels. You can follow me at Facebook. You can follow me on LinkedIn, on Twitter. You can follow me um, on Instagram. All of those, you can follow me on all of those at Dr. Jim Harris, at Dr. Jim Harris on all of them, one or more. You'll see more content, you'll see clips of the shows, and you'll see much more um, of what we're doing behind the scenes on the Unfair Advantage show right there on these social media links. So I encourage you to go there and do that. Today, show number six, we're already on the sixth show. And what we've been doing over the last few shows, as you know, is that we've been going one at a time, through nine different ways we can be misled in business. As you've heard me say before, the Lord said, I want you to teach others the ways, Jim, you have been misled. We've got to deprogram ourselves from those, at least recognize that they exist before you can fully release my power through business. So that's what we've been doing. And over the last few shows, we looked at the first five of the nine. We've looked at being too head led, too money led. The last show, we looked at being innovation-led, opportunity-led, and price-led. Today, we're going to look at three more. Today's show, we're going to focus on how not to be too expert-led, pressure-led, or feelings-led. Just by there alone, you're saying to yourself, oh, yeah, I've sensed, I've done that myself. So have I. But I have a fresh revelation in each of these three that I want to share with you that I believe can really, really help accelerate your ability to discern the voice of Holy Spirit and what you're doing by not falling as easily for these three. So let's get into the first one. The first one we're going to talk about today, number six on the list of nine, of the nine, is expert-led, not being too expert-led. Proverbs 1.5, and for many of us in business, you know, how much do we love Proverbs? I mean, absolutely. Proverbs 1.5 teaches, a wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. That's experts, but wise counsel that is of the Lord. Proverbs 20:18, of course, many of us know by heart the plans are established by counsel, and by wise counsel, you wage war. You don't go into battle without wise counsel. And in fact, one of the best ways. Best examples of being expert-led in a positive way is Exodus 18. 
where Jethro came to his son-in-law, Moses, found him in the desert. And he was watching Moses as he was leading all of the people. And from sunup until sundown, you can go back and look in Exodus 18, um, excuse me, um, uh, yes, Exodus 18, Exodus 18, um, of how Jethro observed Moses in his typical day. And he came to him at the end of the day as an expert and said, what you do is not good, Moses. And I have an entire new, entirely different teaching on the many steps, the seven to eight steps that Jethro took Moses through to help learn, teach him how to righteously delegate for this reason, for this reason. Here's where the expert became so important to Moses. What Jethro did was take away so much of the minutia of how the leader was leading that only through listening to this expert who came from God to Moses, if you look at what happens in Exodus 20, Moses then goes to the mountaintop to receive the Ten Laws. That's the greatest literal download from the cloud in history. Moses did not have the bandwidth to go and receive the massive revelation, these are my laws, teach them to my people, because he didn't have at that time the expert come to him. Let me share this with you about being too expert-led. This hurts a little bit because for the last 30 years, guess what I've been doing in business? You know, there was a time where I was flying all over the country, literally around the world, and I would speak at this conference and this company. I've been in headquarters of Fortune 500 bringing good, solid, secular messages of all the books I used to write, and um, corporate audiences literally everywhere. I was the expert. I was an expert. And it was easy to have that ego get in the way, and, and that was a battle for me. But what I had to learn the hard way and what the Lord taught me through this about being expert-led was this. My revelation for you in terms of not allowing yourself to be too expert-led. Oh, here's the latest book. Here's the latest way to do social media. Here's a new program. We talked last time about being too innovation-led. It's easy to fall prey into what everybody else in business is doing by the latest, greatest fad management guru. Here is how you can help avoid being too expert-led. And it's simply this. Here's the revelation. Filter all business advice you receive through the lens of Holy Spirit. That's it. Everything that you hear people say, here's what you ought to do, here's what you shouldn't do. Here's a good way to do it, here's another way to do it. I'm not saying cast it out if it doesn't come from some prophetic voice or some recognized national, you know, religious man or woman. All I'm suggesting is everything you hear, filter it through the lens of Holy Spirit. Let Holy Spirit dissect and work for you. That's good. That's not so good. Take it and do it this way. And when you are learning to be expert-led through the lens of Holy Spirit, you will be jump-starting, jump-starting your next level of success in business. So it's a simple thing. Don't be too expert-led. Yes, read the books. Last, take it in. But this is the book you need to take in most because this, every single word, of this was spirit-led. So this is the word you need to really be expert-led by. So once again, just filter everything you hear in business through the lens of Holy Spirit. And if you're not sure exactly if it's Holy Spirit or not, hold on, 
We're getting to that in future shows on what we can do to even more clearly discern. So number one, filter everything in business through the lens of Holy Spirit. The seventh of the nine ways that I have been misled that I want to share and just remind you, give you just a quick quick snapshot on is being too pressure-led, of being too pressure-led. Let me give you the definition of pressure. Pressure is defined as, get this, this is just out of the dictionary, pressure, the burden, the burden of physical or mental distress, burden, distress. It's an application of force to something by someone else. I want to read that again. Pressure defined is the burden of physical or mental distress, an application of force to something or someone else. We are constantly pressured in business. Come on. You know, we, we face serious pressure. Some people say, I'll work better under pressure. Well, that's a lie. If they say, I'll work better under pressure, oh, yeah, Jim, I can prove that I'll work better under pressure. No, you just don't know how to manage your priorities. It's really a priorities thing, not pressure thing. And that's a whole nother teaching on it for another time. Let me share this with you. Remember what I just said about being too expert-led? Filter all advice you receive from anybody, even a man or woman of faith. Filter it through the lens of Holy Spirit. Here's my revelation I'm being pressure-led for you today. I really hope that you get this. Satan pressures you from the outside Holy Spirit prompts you from the inside. Did you catch that? Satan is the one that tries to put pressure. Remember the definition of burden, mental, physical distress. That's probably the enemy knocking on the door. Not always, but it could very well be. If you feel too much pressure to buy this car now, too much pressure to sign this contract now, too much pressure may not be from the Lord. In fact, quite likely, it's probably not from the Lord because Holy Spirit prompts, encourages, exhorts from within. So if you're feeling too much pressure, you need to step back and through the lens of Holy Spirit, Lord, is this you encouraging me to take a step of faith outside the boat or is this I'm letting the world come in and pressure me to do something that I really shouldn't be doing? Here are two big examples to show you how even biblical heroes were pressure-led. Genesis 16, in the first few verses of Genesis 16, I won't read them, but go to Genesis 16, verses 1 through 4. It's the story of Abram's wife, before God changed his name to Abraham, of Abram's wife saying, I can't conceive. You've been promised for years and years and years that we're going to create a great nation. Why don't you go sleep with my servant? And then we can. And you know what happened after that pressure? Taking it on yourself and not believing for God and what he told you was going to happen. You took it upon yourself under the pressure and did something you shouldn't do. Well, in that particular case, that, that birthed an enemy nation that Israel is still fighting to this day for thousands of years because Abraham, Abram felt pressure led. Even Abram felt that. Another example is Matthew 25 and Luke 19. Last show, we discussed the parables of the talents and the minas, and we went through 
how Jesus really wants you to seek righteous wealth and take righteous riches. Well, in both those parables, the talents and the minas, there was one employee, the third employee in both cases, that they put so much self-induced pressure on themselves, they did nothing. And Jesus said, that's not of the kingdom. That's not what I want you to do. I am the owner. You at least do something. You could have put the money in a bank and gotten a little bit of interest. So you can self-induce pressure out of fear of the Lord and be so confined. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to make a mistake. Go back and listen to the last show where we went, I went into depth on. It's okay to take righteous risks once you filter it through Holy Spirit. So being pressure-led is something that we don't want to fall prey to. I don't know about you, but I'm getting tired of watching TV. You know, tonight only, the next 10 people that call, if you call within the next 20 minutes, you better, you better buy this car today because it won't be on the lot tomorrow. I can't promise this mortgage interest rate next week. You better go on and sign the deal now. We're under constant pressure. Filter through the lens of Holy Spirit. And remember, if you're being pressured from the outside, that may not be the voice of God because Holy Spirit prompts you from the inside. And now the next one. We've mentioned being too expert-led, being too pressure-led, how that can be um, detrimental to hearing the voice of Holy Spirit. It can override your inner, inner spirit. This really gets to, and I do want to take a couple of minutes, and I'm going to share with you something that you've probably hadn't thought about up till now in even being led by Holy Spirit. The eighth one of the list of nine, the last one we're going to look at today is being to feelings led. Feelings led. It happens in business. In fact, I have a very close friend who is an incredibly gifted physician, incredibly gifted physician. And she is to feelings led because she's read the book and we were discussing it just a couple of weeks ago. I base too much on my feelings. I'm too feelings led when it comes even to uh, what I do for my patients. <clears throat> feelings is defined as this. One of the basic senses, an emotional state or reaction, conscious recognition of something physical and or emotional. Um, I even encourage men and women of faith not to use the phrase, I feel Holy Spirit. I feel God. I, or I don't feel Holy Spirit. I don't feel God around me right now. Why? Because that ends up being more physical than spiritual. I just don't feel like doing it. I don't feel God right now. Oh, I wish I could feel what he feels or what she feels about God in business. No, no, no. Shift the language. We don't want to be too feelings-led. Here's what I'm going to exhort you to do. Here's the revelation. Push beyond your feelings in business into spiritual discernment and spiritual intuition. Push beyond your feelings. Don't allow your feelings to stop or start or go or launch. No, push beyond, I just don't feel like it. Push beyond into your spiritual discernment. You stick with me. Stick with me. And we're going to go deep. You're going to learn different ways to be more spiritually discerning. That's exactly what this is about. How to discern the voice of God through all the noise, all the pressure, all the feelings, so that you know that you know that you know you're hearing from the Spirit of God. When you 
look at the definition of sense, S-E-N-S-E, a sense, not a feeling, but a sense. Remember, feeling was an emotional state or reaction. Sense is defined as a discerning awareness. Even the definition of sense, a discerning awareness. It's a spiritual attribute. That is the definition from a secular dictionary. This is what I'm exhorting you to do. Get away from your feelings when you make a business decision. Get away from, I don't feel like it, I don't feel. Get, make sure that you're separating those physical pressure-type feelings and ensure that you're getting that spiritual discernment, that it's spiritual intuition, which is a thought. It's a thought that comes to you, some direct knowledge that doesn't seem to have any rationality of thought behind it. That's intuition. When you combine your senses and your spiritual discernment, then you're learning how to walk with the Lord instead of just being feelings-led. We'll come back in a later chapter and do a deep dive into Acts 15. Acts 15 is a great example of where a group of people, think of it as a business, where a group of pastors came together and they had a huge argument, the Jerusalem Council. Go and study it for yourself. And in the end, James, Yaakov, the half-brother of Jesus, of Yeshua, James, after all the preachers were arguing, circumcision, no uncircumcision. Yes, you got to be circumcised, no. And after all of the discussion and argument, three times in Acts 15, they came to, and has in the phrase that Luke wrote, it seemed good to us and Holy Spirit. It seemed good. Didn't feel, it seemed good, that internal discernment. So I'm asking you, to step back and just reflect, do I have too much feelings in some of my decisions in business when I should step beyond that and actually go into more spiritual discernment? My hunch, my sense is that you wouldn't be listening to this. You wouldn't be following along with this so far if you weren't seeking more of that. So today, in summary, I went through these three very quickly of the nine. We're almost at the end. The sixth way we can be so easily misled is to be too expert-led. And my revelation for you there in summary is to filter all your business, business advice, regardless of from whom you get it, through the lens of Holy Spirit. Use that as your starting point. Holy Spirit, is, does, is this right? Does this seem good to you? Number seven is pressure-led. While Satan pressures you from the outside, Holy Spirit prompts you from the inside. I'm asking you to switch from being outside pressure-led to inside spirit-led. Just another way of saying the same things that we've been saying all along, that sometimes we are easily falling into being too pressure-led. And finally, push beyond your feelings. Always push beyond your feelings. Of course, feelings are good. I'm not saying eliminate your feelings. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't let your feelings make your decisions in business. Make sure you're stepping into spiritual discernment and not just your feelings. Um, how, many, how much today in today's society, at least in America, do we see such disruption because so many people have feelings and they're feelings-led out in the marketplace. We don't need to go there. This is not a political show, but you see it everywhere. That's not where we want to be. So what are your activations for today? It's really just a restatement of what I've suggested to you now. As we're going through 
helping us deprogram ourselves from traditional business, maybe the ways we've done in the past, and reprogramming, cleaning off that slate so now we can start stepping into how to be more spirit-led. Commit everything you do, friends. Here's your activation. Just commit everything you do from today forward through the lens of Holy Spirit. Actively commune and talk with Holy Spirit. Is this what you have me do? Ask yourself, Holy Spirit, is this a pressure or is this a prompting? That's a good question to write down. Is this a pressure-led decision or is this a prompting-led decision? That goes toward the discernment. And from this day forward, I encourage you to continually practice. And that's what we'll do. We'll show you other ways to do this too. Continually practice spiritual discernment. So I hope this has been just kind of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need to be aware of these. Today was a, that's right. I want to be careful. I don't want to miss, misstep and do this too often. Now we've given you some avenues to work work that around. So thank you for joining us today. Remember, come to drjimharris.com. We've got resources. You can sign up for my newsletters, which which just gives you up-to-date, behind-the-scenes, things coming up, things yet to come. Um, only weekly. Right now, we're only doing it weekly, so I don't bombard you with a lot of stuff. Follow me on my social media accounts. Share this show with others. Let other people know that we exist on JCCEO TV. I thank you for doing that because the more people the more believers we can get being led by Holy Spirit. Imagine if we had 1,000 or 10,000 or 500,000 or even 1 million people worldwide that are saying, yes, I want to unleash my unfair advantage in my marketplace for the glory of Jesus, for the reestablishing of the preeminence of Jesus. Imagine what that would be, what kind of statement that would be to the world. So we're going somewhere and you're part of a mighty, mighty movement that's just begun. Thank you again for joining us. We'll see you next week on the Unfair Advantage Show. And remember, purpose in your heart. Purpose in your heart to always and only be led. Thank you so much. Shalom. Shalom.